Mildred. You're about to experience... the cultural phenomena that's sweeping the nation. Oh yeah, it's happening. Sticking paws off me, you damn dirty ape! episode 85 of the Stinking Paws podcast with Scott and for the first time in five months welcome back Charles thank you very much where the bloody hell have you been I don't know but you know I know it's a bit like when Michael Jordan came back but just want to reiterate that this is a team effort okay so good to be back good to be back business as usual okay good to have you back I can only apologise for the poor quality of the substitute host that we had last time (laughs) If it was the film choices, more possibly, than possibly. Oh, hello, Liam. Hello, Paul. <laughs> hello. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> yes, they're back, ladies and gents. It's uh, four of us by popular demand. By popular demand, actually. In in all seriousness, we've had some great feedback about the foreplay that we got involved in last week. <laughs> um, people like the the format and the conversation it generated. Um, it was a bit of an experiment. We tried it, didn't we, for Eraserhead? Yeah. And but it seemed to work, didn't it? Yeah. So I like the idea. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I literally had no finger on, sorry. It's, it's <laughs> Interrupted by Liam's stomach. Um, I like the idea, and people are sort of responding to it, so. Should we do? Should we get involved with a bit of foreplay before we start, lads? Yeah, why not? It's okay. always a good way to start. Let's play the jingle. One, two, three. Well, had I done foreplay? One, two, three, four. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, foreplay topic for this particular episode, guys. Movies that you have no intention of ever watching or actors that you particularly don't have a fondness for and will not watch any of their films or actresses or directors or even a genre, an entire genre of movie that no matter, you know, if I was to pay you a £1,000, you would refuse to watch it. Who wants to start? Charlie, do you want to go first, seeing as we haven't seen you for a little while, mate? Fair enough. Okie dokie. Um, straight in. Yep. It's kind of a franchise or a universe. Okay. Um, I just have no interest in Marvel films whatsoever. Ooh. And I know, I know that is controversial. This is going to generate conversation. Right, it's, it's, you know, if, if you like them yourself, fair enough. And I know it's a, it's a really popular thing at the moment, but I just struggle with the pacing of them and the... It's, it's the way the films are made and not the films themselves. They're sort of like 100 miles per hour, almost ADHD, in your face. I like to see films with longer takes, 
mm-hmm. a little bit more salty. Good case in point is that I don't think Blade Runner 2049 was as well received as it could have been because people f- thought it was part of the same kind of genre with have similarities with what's in the cinema at the moment and what they've gone in and seen at the cinema is something that's a lot more like a 1970s slow take, yeah. slow burner and people are so used to everything being there on the screen, mm. explosive bang 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 sort of thing I yeah. think people are going to struggle to adjust back to how films were prior to it. I think it's really changing the shape of cinema at the moment. Today's movies are good example in question really of the pacing of a movie back how it used to be I think when we start talking about the movie we're reviewing yep. Liam I think you need to comment on, on Charlie's choice of Marvel mate um, <laughs> I think I can understand it's not necessarily yeah. just Marvel no I mean like... because it kind of would go into my choice for my one if I'm okay to say my one now it's DC Comics films right. fine well, it's, that, that's opened it Fuck up let's because <laughs> uh, purely because they are trying to do what Marvel have done and yeah, I mean Marvel have been doing it for a long time now and DC are trying to do it all in like one film like Justice League was rushed Suicide Squad majorly rushed Batman vs Superman everything was like we need to try and be Marvel mm-hmm. and failing massively and they need to go back 10 years and start from the beginning and <clears throat> I mean I think for me, I, as Charlie was saying about Marvel, it's like all quite fast films and that. And I guess it is because I don't, I don't really go to the cinema anymore unless it is for a Marvel film or Star Wars. Mainly, I, I don't, I'm not a big fan of sitting in them chairs for so long, but I think it is. I've become this sort of person now. There's certain films like, that doesn't really interest me because it hasn't got any, it's no action straight away in the trailer that yeah. you think, I want to see it. <laughs> and I think that has it's definitely changed the face of cinema. Yeah, I think if I look at it non-biasedly, because I love Marvel, I don't mm. only watch Marvel superhero films, but it is a valid point that it is very rushing in your face. Probably a bit, probably a bit ignorant of me just to say Marvel. I've sort of, but because they are top of the game in that sort of yeah comic genre, I thought that's the kind of thing that I just. That's fine. Generally, that that, to, that yeah. type of movie is, is a perfect example of what we're trying to discuss. So, so you're going to go with DC. That is, it was one one of my few, but DC, yeah, I just <clears throat> I struggled to find any of their films appealing because but, of the characters or because of the way they've just done it. Now, like you said, that, that it's just been crammed in for so long now. Um, I mean, the, the last DC film I can actually say I liked because of all of it was Michael Keaton's Batman. Yeah. Um, since then, Heath Ledger's Joker was great, but Christian yep. Bale was a poor Batman, in my opinion. Yep. And I just think DC have tried to go for famous people to play roles, like Ben Affleck now as Batman and things like that. Mm. Whereas Marvel, they picked out a Robert Downey Jr., who had just pretty much come out of rehab and yeah, jail and stuff. Yeah, it was a big comeback, wasn't it? Yeah. And yeah. changes, like Chris Hemsworth, hardly anybody cared for him. Um, uh, Chris Evans. Yeah. None of them were major actors. They done a few things that people didn't really care for. Now the whole world sees them as that. Whereas True. DC are trying to pick people that are already made, like Margot Robbie. Yeah, um, Will Leto. Smith. You seen season. the um, the latest casting for the Joker in the standalone Joker movie? Is no, like in Phoenix. Yes, no, I did hear that. Mm-hmm. And again, uh, that I could probably see. But then again, I could see Jared Leto. And that just failed spectacularly. See, I couldn't it? see Jared. You know, I thought yeah. 
after Heath Ledger and how he was because he yeah. I mean he obviously took it too far with the method acting because he, he literally hard. went yeah. <laughs> he literally went with it he, went, he was sending news johnnies to people and that weren't he in the post he, he'd lost it <laughs> but he was, apparently he was doing it with fucking Blade Runner 2049 as well like he was getting really weird and trying to create oh my god like havoc on the set <laughs> but yeah I, I think something like the Joker if I could have picked someone like in their prime, I mean, Jim Carrey did play the Riddler, but I just think him because he's actually quite yeah. manic in that sense. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Um, I'm, I sort of stand on the fence, sort of fifty-fifty on this because I like some of the Marvel stuff, Paul. But, but yourself, I mean, you're yeah, I, I like the Marvel. I actually watched um, Justice League last weekend, yeah. and wish I hadn't. It was, <laughs> it was terrible. Um, as you say, Ben Affleck was crap. The Superman, can't think of his name. Um, Henry Cavill. Cavill, that's it. I mean, I know Superman's always quite cheesy, and mm. but yeah, it was painful. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It really was just cheesy the whole way through. I I just have a general sense of disappointment with the DC stuff because I love Superman and Batman and things like that, but. Just, a, just this huge sense of you, you did rush it. I think you, you hit the nail on the head there, Liam. Mm. That they're playing catch up. You know, and fifteen years of catch up. They're they're trying to do now. Um, and Marvel are so ahead of the game now. With they've now got the rights to the Fantastic Four back and stuff like yep. that now, haven't they? They've so got Spider Man back. It's, from Sony. it's it's just going to go. For, but we've had this conversation, Charlie, before, haven't we? That the bubble will burst at some mm. point. If it stops making money, it doesn't matter how yeah. much people have a taste of these films. If it stops making as much money as it does, there will be a new yeah. craze, a new franchise. But I think the they're very intelligent with mm. how they're doing it. Mm. Um, because you look, this month, Black Panther came up. Yeah, Black History Month. as well. Yeah. It, it's... It's already gone 200 million plus this is in the, less than four days. The best one is the best reviewed by the critics, this yeah. Black Panther. But I wonder if that's because of the political connotations. Yes, yeah. well, that's what I mean. They released it during Black History Month. No one really wants to be seen criticising no. which I understand. Something like, is it like the first film by a black director to make a billion? Probably is, actually, yeah. in that case. Ryan Coogler, isn't it? Yeah. But that's the thing that they're, they're intelligent with their marketing skills and things like that mm. and even if you slightly twist them you, you, they start making them into different I don't know if you ever saw Logan the last one that See, came I out. loved Logan so I loved it yep. but you would not think that's a superhero film in any way shape no. or form right. but it's like it's very it grips you gets you into it it's very violent and that's what same as what they're doing with like Deadpool they're pushing away in certain other areas mm. so they can grip people from that different it's, yeah, and yeah. It's, it's, so they're not all running down that yeah, same road I, I think, yeah I think the Avenger films are more honed towards like teenagers and that and the ones that are spurring off from it are more for the adults as well. They're the ones that I like. See the Doctor Strange the the standalone Ant Man I like because it was funny, you know, but when it gets all of these characters together that in a way that you some of the lesser ones like Black Widow and things like that have only had minutes of screen time when you yeah. total it up they haven't really had any development of character yeah to me it's just it's just a big mess to me mm. but I do like certain Marvel and they movies. took their time though if you look at it Blade is Marvel how oh, is it yeah of yeah. course Blade yeah. is a Marvel character yeah. I mean I love the Blade trilogy yeah. but <clears throat> they had films back then that may not have grossed as much as if they had done it now 
Probably they've made mistakes along the way, haven't they? Yeah. Green Lantern and stuff like that. So, Kissed a few frogs. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's wiped out two universes completely. From <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Paul, your first choice of genre or movie or person or um, you wouldn't it, want to see. It would be a genre that's been very popular in the last 10, 15 years. Zombie movies. Ooh. Can't stand them. Can't see really? the point in them. I, I think they're all very similar. It's, it just bores me. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's and it goes on to the zombie games that you get with yeah. um, Call of Duty have a zombie thing, and it's just sitting there shooting and shooting and shooting, and that's what the film's about. It's just wave after wave of zombies. Yeah, <laughs> just. Would not entertain watching it. The only zombie film I've seen and enjoyed was sort of Shaun of the Dead. Okay, uh, yeah, and that I mean, was because it was a, a funny film. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but Zombie Nation or whatever, and it's a song, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dolores Riordan wasn't it? <laughs> Cranberries. Um, <laughs> she is a zombie. She now. is now. Um, oh, you're a fan of zombie films, Liam. Yep. George Romero stuff, That's you and me. You can't fault George Romero films. Yeah, he invented the genre. The, the thing that's annoying is that there's every computer game under the sun now has zombies added to it, because I was speaking this today with um, Fred Varson. There are some films that have been done. World War Z um, with Brad Pitt that was supposed to be like some form of zombies. And yes. I think there is a point that they need to kind of get rid. And I, won't, what, I wouldn't watch certain films of them, because I thought... They just weren't appealing, but George Romero films. He's, he's just—he's a pioneer. Though, yeah, that's what I mean, and he was the master of it. So any of them, even going back to the originals, where you look at it now and you think, really yeah. like, but, it's great, but you still think it was a brilliant film. That's so, what I like. So what were, like. Sorry, I'm mm. being ignorant here. What were some of his films that I would Dawn know? of the Dead, yeah, and Dawn of the Dead, Night of the, the Living Dead. dead. He, he invented the, the genre. He yeah, invented he that die. interpretation of because the they're like allegories. Like, yeah, so yeah. like there's one in a I don't know which one it is but it's in a mall it's in America, the of the dead and it's yeah. saying like consumerism is for zombies and so when this sort of like genre started out it was quite making a quite intelligent point but because it became so successful all the yeah. uh, replicas of it are literally there's no allegory yeah. it is just yeah. like so had it been left alone and just sort of kept to there it probably would have been um, it's much- Probably a similar thing to Marvel. Yeah. There's money in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it, yeah. yeah. They've adapted the genre a little bit with Twenty Eight Days Later because they become infected rather than zombies. And yeah, you get the fast they running do little ones. Tweaks. And yeah, yeah. A World lot of people shoot like zombies. That. Yeah, but yeah, it's the scale now. Apparently, zombies aren't just something that's infected that's come back to life. It's now yeah. there's so many different levels of yeah. what a zombie could be. The rules are blurring now, yeah. aren't they? It's, yeah. So, just not a fan, mate. That's, that's, that's no, a good I one mean, I'm, I'm not a you like horror films, though, but, no. that, but you don't like horror? No, no, I'm not a horror fan at all. Oh, of course, yeah. Darkness As Falls. anybody does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I nearly said horror, but I didn't want to hate them all. There is the odd one or two that's good. For my first choice, what I'm going to do, I'm going to read you out a list of movies mm-hmm. all right, that were all made in the last ten years. And I need... Just can can you see who the link is to these movies? I just want to prove a point here, okay? Perfect Stranger, What Just Happened, Cop Out, Set Up, The Cold Light of Day, Fire with Fire, The Prince, Vice, Extraction, 
precious cargo first kill the bombing acts first of kill. violence and reprisal Jason Statham no, you're on the right lines Bruce Willis wasn't it hit the nail on the head oh yeah, yeah. but Tracy Morgan and totally unfamiliar Mm. Bruce Willis titles, right? Yeah. Now these are just straight to DVD. Pretty much. Yeah, I wouldn't have got other than when Paul said about Copper. Right, yeah. I wouldn't and have known first anything. kill I've yeah. heard of as well. All pretty much direct to video type mm. things. Mm. Now, go back ten years, sort of pre Looper, pre Die Hard four or five, whatever it may be up to now. There was a time when a Bruce Willis movie was a movie to watch. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, you'd always look forward to it. I saw, is it Die Hard 5, the one where they go to Russia? Yeah, Chernobyl, yeah. A friend put it on on New Year's Day, and I was disgusted. <laughs> I, I went to the cinema with my daughter to see that, because we loved all the others leading yeah. up to it. Yeah. I was so disappointed. Was... So, yeah, to my point is, there was a time when all four of us would have gone to the cinema to watch the latest Bruce Willis movie, or, yeah, or rented yeah. it out, or whatever. In the last ten years, there's been a couple in there. He's done that thing called Red, and he was in Red was good. Yeah. You know, the, um, too, made that yeah. guest appearance in Split, didn't he, or wherever yeah. it was. Um, films where he's not had, it's not his films. Yeah, um, ha- have been good. Yeah, he was in um, Planet Terror. He did a cameo. Yeah. You know, things like. Do, do you know what his next movie is? I don't know. The if Death Wish, you. isn't yeah, it? He's redoing, yeah. redoing Death, Death Wish. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> so, I thought that impressed you, Charlie. Yeah. So my choice is is. Bruce Willis, you know, the, when when you see the covers of them and you just know they're going to be bad, yeah. mm. or you see a trailer and it's like, me, Bruce Willis is in that, and you yeah. think, well, why haven't I heard of that film before? Exactly, yeah. And you you instantly know that I it's going to be a lot turkey. I think old action here. If you look at Arnie and Sly, other than the fact that Sly is doing more about Rocky film or Creed, mm. but <clears throat> they've done a few films like some prison thing that he done Prison with, Break, yeah. And they're just like, no one wants to see them. And you think some of them are clutching at this, I'm an action star from the 80s, oh, I, suppose 90s. That, I suppose that's what Expendables Stop. done, didn't But that's it? the thing, yeah. Expendables did work, because yeah. it was... It was yeah, so It was cheesy, all corny yeah. that it was made for the action heroes, but that's when they should stop, when they carry on doing the same thing. Yep. And it, they can change the title, they can chuck in some new upcoming actors, but all the time you've got the old man that still apparently is an action hero. Yeah. It's not appealing anymore. Oh, he's a fucking Trump supporter as well. Is he? <laughs> oh, is he? I think so, yeah. Oh. Probably should make that accusation unless I can confirm it. <laughs> yeah, there's concrete proof. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I picked Bruce Willis. I could have quite easily done the same with Nick Cage. Yeah. I was thinking, yeah. I was thinking yeah. Nick Cage is one of them. I've got a list here. There's no point in me reading that because it's a similar type list. Yeah. That There yeah. are all these non-titles, yeah. basically. Nick Cage is um, my second... Is he your? Well, let's go guy? with that then. Let's yeah. let's and I can give you the titles of the films that he's appeared in after sort of Con Air. The problem is even the ones that are quite well celebrated. <laughs> like I struggled with leaving Las Vegas. I struggled <gasps> with um, The Rock. The, the oh, Rock was faintly ridiculous in a way. I thought <laughs> I um, love The Rock. See, there, I think there was a film I watched. Um, funny enough, I was actually getting tattooed in the whole time. TV was on watching this film. Nicholas Cage and. I genuinely cannot for the life of think what it was. He was like mentoring this young lad. Hmm. Um, it was actually a, a pretty good film. I wouldn't rave about it at all because obviously it can't be that great because I don't remember his name. But the Sorcerer's Apprentice. No, 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 no. He, he's like a he's, he's a works on a building site, keeps himself to himself, but he's got a bit of a dark background oh, sort right. of thing. 
um, and it wasn't too it was watchable yeah um, and I think mainly because he didn't actually have that much to say where he was like this loner he didn't have these uh, monotone <laughs> and that's what annoys me with, it, up, mm. it is it's just even in his roles in Kick-Ass yeah you just kind of think I can't wait for him to die because <laughs> he's just annoying <laughs> in the film of yeah. well <laughs> I was still talking about films okay. yeah. then again was, was there a time Charlie when he was good like Raising Arizona and Moonstruck I it suppose probably works in the uh, context of like a David Lynch thing because mm. uh, he's got that ridiculousness about him but yeah. he ruins a film for me um, he could be in they could make Trainspotting 3 or a new Tarantino film and if he was in it I'd still have a massive problem because it's Nick Cage I, I maintain that him being uh, Francis Ford Coppola's nephew yeah. has taken mm. him a long way I yeah. must admit I haven't seen I used to quite like Nicolas Cage films, but I haven't seen one that I've wanted to watch in a good 15 years. That was going to be my point with, um, yeah. What was he in? Sword, not Swordfish, Face Off. Yeah. Face Off, I thought, was it was a good concept. Um, Again, I think anyone could have played that yeah, role. That, that's that's it was a good it, film, but yeah, I think... It's totally it's, ridiculous again, isn't it? But, mm. but, but this is back in the time where people would go and see a Nick Cage movie because yeah, Nick Cage yeah. was in it. But Charlie's saying... No, Nick Cage, full stop. Yeah, that's, my, per- that's yeah. my personal that's, like, yeah. prejudice. Yeah. Like, I don't think any of the top 50 films of mine no. would have Nick Cage in them. Uh, maybe even top 100. I genuinely... Captain Corelli's Mandolin. Because I say Con Air was a great <laughs> film, but I don't know if it was great because he made it great. No. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose because you look at Steve Buscemi and... All the other guys that are in it, you know, I suppose it's, you know, they're, they're, they're the... There's no cure for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I mean, when you've got quite a good cast... Yeah, sometimes they can carry you through it. Yeah, but and it's it's also the point now that give up, please retire now. Yeah, yeah. or at least wait until a role comes along. Yeah, do a Mickey yeah. walk like yeah. with the wrestler and stop doing film. Do you know, film or, or Kurt year. Russell. You know, yeah. Kurt Russell went quiet for a few years, came back top of his game still. Yeah, you definitely. know, so all right, that's a good choice actually, mate. Well done, Liam. Your second. Um, mine is. Something that I have never protested to watch, never read, never will, couldn't stand anything to do with it, and it's the Twilight Saga. That's that's on my list, (laughs) so I'm going to have this one with you. And I've included all the youth novel type things like The Hunger Games, Maze Runner, um, Percy Jackson, those sort of things. Any of those Twilight type? Don't see, there is no point to them. They are literally aimed at. 13 year old girls 13, yeah 13 year old <laughs> girls that are romanticised about stuff they know nothing about at the moment yeah. and they're trying to and the fact like as a kid I loved like horror characters like vampires and stuff mm. and Twilight what they do, it's like hang on a second you've just literally taken what vampires were and probably bitched them up I haven't just, even looked into it into any great depth mate it's just no I've not no. seen them I know my daughter mm. when she was 12, 13 loved Twilight yeah. but then she grew up <laughs> there you go yeah but yeah, that, it's kind of a short one, really, because I don't. Same as mine, it's I because I haven't seen them, so I can't no, comment yeah. on them, and I don't want to. That was like an ideal choice. I mean, it's doing no a bit intention. of research into it, both Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart, or yep. Kirsten, whatever her name is, are in a list of some of the worst actors on earth. So there you go. There you it's go. It's kind of a great shout there. <laughs> Bless them. <laughs> I think that's probably the only one out of all these choices that we'll all be in agreement on. Well, Charlie's yeah. keeping very quiet. Yeah, Charlie's like <laughs> he's like covering up his Twilight tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, there could have 
I'm going to agree with it, but I could have lumped in several other things with that. Not just the youth novel thing, but mm. the kind of... I see them very much as like films that are made because people have got this devotion to a series of, of novels. Yeah. So like I lumped Fifty Shades. Oh, I was going yeah. to... Fifty Shades and Harry Potter as well for me. Yeah. I just... Yeah. Don't do it. You, you. I mean, I suppose in a sense, I know Marvel have clutched at books because comics and that before, but yeah. they did also wait a long time after <laughs> before doing it. But yeah, I can't stand yeah, any of that sort it's, of thing. It's, it's anything too that corny. It's a they, massive cynicism. About yeah, it. yeah, they start making a film after before the novel series is finished, and then are the novels then written because like we've got Thrones? Yeah, because they know there's going to be films of them, so yeah. loses the realism or whatever of the mm. original novels yeah well look at harry potter prime example they had the eight books yep. filmed seven. is it seven one was a part one and part two sorry where it was it said we got an expert in the room um but then you get this spin-off the fantastic beasts and that and it's which just was the, actually good i liked fantastic not bothered to watch it. i actually it's went good. to watch fantastic beasts mm. and i hate everything to do with harry potter yeah. i think it's poorly made films I mm. think Daniel Radcliffe shit at acting mm. but Fantastic Beasts didn't feel like I know they mm. mentioned like some of the stupid names mm. from Harry Potter but it didn't feel like a yeah. crappy oh, right, okay. it's, it's, it's actually quite really far it. removed from Harry yeah. Potter I might give that a go I, I would actually more. recommend watching it yeah who yeah. is a great actor used to be yeah okay. I thoroughly enjoyed oh, that that's, that's interesting okay that's that's probably knocked off about fifty films with with no nobody's going to see in this room <laughs> yeah, together. Yeah, <laughs> we've just like you know the high time Hunger Games. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Paul, your choice number two, sir. Uh, it's a genre. Yep. Period dramas. Ooh, any okay. particular period or just? It, <laughs> as like the Charlie's Green. Okay, <laughs> I'm talking, and I mean it's more it's made its way on the TV with like the Downton Abbey and all that. It's yeah. the uh, sort of 19th, 18th, 19th century. All the Merchant bloody, Ivory stuff. Yeah, all the big wigs and the powder and all the, the speaking really poshly. It's just, it doesn't entertain me. It bores Were you me not here when we reviewed Remains of the Day? No. I was going to say, because that was a huge turning point for me. That yeah. Before. I'm a little bit more... You were here for Remains yeah. of the Day. Anthony Hopkins and Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson, yeah, the yeah. Edwardian. Yeah, well, I, I'm yeah. talking like your Pride and Prejudice. Okay. Your, oh, your, that, the, your that kind of thing. Yeah. Right. I, I mean, Remains of the Day was uh, a true story, wasn't it? Based no, on it's, uh, true. it's based on yeah. true things, but it's yeah. a cat guru. But yes. it, it's just, yeah. it's another one of those genres where Hollywood know people like them and they're just overdoing it. Yeah. There's just too many coming out. And quite often, they're Oscar bait. Yeah, how many versions of Pride and Prejudice yeah. do we need? Yeah, it, it works much better in, in literary form, I think, all that yes. stuff, to be honest. Or, or a Sunday afternoon BBC One you lose, Yeah, You lose the wit of someone like Jane Austen's writing mm. as well when they're put onto screen. And Yeah, and I say, how many times has Pride and Prejudice been done, like yeah. TV and film? Yeah. It's just... Is it is it that particular sort of era, or what about sort of like the Dickensy type period and of the Victorian stuff? Dickens no, I, I'm not a fan, but I wouldn't. I, that's not particularly what I mean by the period it's, it's drama. That, it, it's that, that era. era. Okay. Is it's it a, a class thing as well? Yeah, it, it's all very posh, and there's such a wide it's divide. Hard to relate to. Yeah, definitely. yeah. It's 
it's, it wasn't a great time in history and it's not it's, for it's, my yeah, it was. No, and they're trying to glorify it yeah. on, on screen. They and it do wasn't... it for Americans, though, don't they? Yeah. Americans love anything to do with British, and you, you could make any, you could make an extremely poor film in this country about the Queen, and Americans would go crazy over it. Oh, they you just look love at, it, and that's what they make it the money the, for. Um, it was when the William and Kate film, which was. I saw clips of it. Was it one? was yeah, yeah, it was TV so, thing, yeah. But America loved it. Yeah, they're doing well for Harry, aren't they, oh, Megan? They they did. Yeah. They made a Diana one, which wasn't very successful. No. But I no, mean, what had a very yeah. abrupt yeah. ending. Yeah. That yeah. one, Fast and, Fast and Furious. <laughs> Car crash. I heard yeah. the old film. Yeah. Fury one. <laughs> uh, but that's understandable. I mean. That sort of started with that BBC version with Colin Firth, wasn't it? Pride and Prejudice. The... With him getting out of the lake, even though that's not in. in yeah, the novel. nothing to yeah. do with the book, and and they just latched onto it. Alison yeah. Steadman and yeah, all that yeah, it yeah. was quite. A... And then all of a sudden, Mansfield Park and Emma and Persuasion yeah. and all the others were all being made. You know, yeah, anybody that was anybody or nobody. I think Gwyneth Paltrow played Emma in one version, didn't she? Did, she? Yeah. Things like that. Yeah. You know. Okay. Um, well, me and Liam doubled up on the last one, so it's over to you, Charlie. Okay, I'm going to say um, sacrilegious or unnecessary remakes. That's a good one. So, mm. like, that, it could be argued that that's quite a subjective thing, but I actually think most people feel the same way about certain films. Yeah, they did. Yeah. 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 They've done it, Nightmare on Elm Street, they've remade it, and <laughs> Poor. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, the first ones weren't great, but... A classic horror. Don't you don't need to redo. Yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I was going to say how many times has that been doing yeah. it? Redone, they're talking yeah. about redoing the Crow. Every they've yeah. tried. It, yeah, sometimes you should, they're not. People aren't calling up for them. So why do them? It implies mm. to me that Hollywood is running out of ideas. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so I think they're remaking Scarface, and I'm aware that Scarface Ooh. is a remake. Yeah. It is, yeah. But yes. it came out at a time in which remakes weren't prevalent. Being yeah. made for the but, sake of it. Yeah. Like, there's a difference between remakes in like the 70s 80s because what they're remaking is usually a black and white film where they didn't have as much sort of technology the haze yeah. Code yeah. yeah but yeah remaking a film now like total recall for instance like from a few years back great arnie film put colin colin farrell in it yeah wasn't it? yeah it's, it's, it's it didn't pointless. need to be done it was an okay film if you'd never seen the original it's making young but, audiences miss out on brilliant cinema as well, yeah. I think. Mm. I'd rather they just re-release a film. Like yeah. motion picture, the original remaster Scarface. It, or, yeah. yeah, remaster it. And Because, yeah, Scarface with Al Pacino, I'd, it wasn't until recently that I realised there was one before it. Yeah. But if you say to anyone about a film that has already been remade, they're only going to name the original star of that mm. film. They're not going to yeah. say Colin Farrell or something like that because no one's going to care for it and it's... It's like they're clutching at straws. Oh, what can we do now? Yeah, and it, it, sometimes you do wonder with Hollywood. Like, are where you, are the ideas going? Are you including reboots in this as well? Unnecessary reboots as um, well. Because you've got things like Spider Man, which has had so many different reboots, hasn't it's it? It's had to because of the right Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I know Marvel bought it, so they. I'm thinking done their own each time it was bit. someone else. I'm thinking, yeah, say, for instance, yeah. Predator, because that had that. Reboot with Adrian Brody called Predators, didn't it? A couple yep. of years ago. There's another one coming out this summer. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of any other reboots recently where they've tried to get this franchise up I running. Think some again. of them are yeah. it's their contract, isn't they? They're clinging to 
the however rights. long left they've got on the contract yeah. right. and throwing something okay. in. That makes sense, yeah. And yeah. it's like just so they can keep it's it for like, a bit longer. A bit like an artist on a recording contract and they've got two albums left to do so they'll just throw out yeah, the throw it, they'll throw away yeah. one. Like, yeah. 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 Even though it costs them, it's like if that's in their budget it's yeah. but they don't realise how much people think, oh, I'm looking forward to this guy's you know, I've wasted two hours of my time on nothing. Mm. It's just yeah. it's frustrating sometimes. What's the most frustrating, unnecessary remake? Let's go round. My most hated one was uh, taking a pen on one, two, three. Yes, loved the original. Yeah, the original John Travolta and Denzel wasn't it in the remake? Yeah, they, yeah. they took it from an entertaining, sort of slow-paced, a sort of hoop, movie, yeah, yeah, to an action film. Yeah, and it didn't necessarily need to be that. That's a good one, Liam. I'm struggling to think. I really am. Because there's so many of them that I say. No, I, mean, I don't. I, I didn't like that remake. That there's loads that I can't say I'm a fan of any that I can think of, of any job. remakes. No, that I didn't like the Italian Job either. I was going to say the Italian Job and Get Carter, the two Michael Caine movies, mm. totally unnecessary. The Italian Job, which then took place in, mainly in a different country. Yeah. Yes. And the only yeah. real thing that they kept was the minis. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say The Wicker Man. Oh, I'm well, well called. No, good call. <laughs> Superb Mate, call. The Wicker Man excels on the era that it's set in, the weirdness of it, the kind of graininess, and if you try and replicate that, you'll lose everything that was good about it in the first place. Yeah, some of the 70s, 80s, that kind of era film, were so much more haunting and disturbing than... The ones the they tried versions. to make with all the CGI yeah, and everything. Definitely. Like Liam said, horror's a prime example. Yeah. The remake of The Omen. Yeah. Um, I mean, they've tried many times with, and I'm not a fan of The Exorcist, but look how many they've done from that. And yeah. They, it's like they're going, oh, it's not a remake because they're not using certain yeah. terms. It's certain to be like, mm. you're doing the exact same that's stories. It's another it. phrase I hate, a reimagining. I think yeah. they call them now <laughs> as well, yeah. don't they? Think, how can like, you reimagine yeah. something that was already imagined? Yeah. You just... just mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's Charlie hit the nail on the head. They're running out of ideas. Yeah. So all the time people are paying money to see this huge Marvel Universe that's making a million million dollars plus per film. That's what we're going to get, and we're just going to get... The rest of Hollywood the, are making the, it happen, aren't they? Yeah, the, the fillers are going to be yep. just remakes. All the time they keep... And I'm a huge Star Wars fan, but all the time they keep going back mm. to make films again and mm. add bits to them and keep doing the same... People are going to keep going with the Marvel stuff because they're it's, at least adding it's to new. make a new film. Yeah, at least it's new. Yeah. yeah. Excellent, that's a good one. Liam, you're number three, mate. Um, An actress that I can't stand... Yep. And I genuinely think she's appalling. Is Cameron Diaz? Interesting. I think the only thing I ever saw her in that she just looked nice in, and that was the mask. Other yeah. than that, yeah, yeah, I found her her acting's piss poor. <laughs> I, I just can't. I cannot think of a film where I've gone. I, I mean, I've watched one film that she was in. But she was shit in it, and it was Bad Teacher. Yes. But Jason Segel was a funny guy. That's mm. why I watched her role. Crap. What they about? tried to sex it up with her doing mm. a car wash, and you're like, oh yeah, she, she's she's. Yeah. Done. She's gone past that. What about this something about Mary? It's not bad. Yeah. yeah. Again, best of a bad bunch. If I had to, maybe, yeah. but I can't stand Ben Stiller. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But I mean, I've watched that film and I've watched yeah. some with him in, but I just I find her just it's always the same sort of thing. They try to play 
as if she's a stunning woman. Uh, and I think, what was that? She'd done a film with Ashton Kutcher, something in Vegas. Yeah. Uh, I started yeah. to watch that years yeah. ago and it was like, stop. Yeah, it's mm. another one of these actresses that, well, she didn't even really have a prime, but no, past, mm. she's passed a prime and it is rom-com after rom-com yeah. after rom-com. Yeah. And it, it has to be a very good rom-com to make it anywhere. That's cool, because that's, that's our first specific person as we've been going around. We've we've obliterated whole sort of like I mean I, I had <laughs> genres but <laughs> I put Cameron Diaz with another actor that the same both same sort of genre of films as well just do you want to save that for number four or are you going to bring that in now I could throw it in now because it's not it's yeah. just Owen Wilson so uh, a similar oh, sort of thing same yeah. sort yeah. of actor yeah his is just that <laughs> annoying voice you just yeah. think I kind of don't understand what he has gone through as an actor mm. what's going on with his face that's what I mean. <laughs> At least in Hollywood, you think either they're good at acting or they've got looks that they keep him in. Or he's not funny, good looking, yeah. or great at acting. How was he still? How making? did that happen? Yeah. yeah. How did that happen? Okay, that's cool. Paul? I think I'm going to upset both Charlie and Scott. It's an actor and, and director. Ooh. Uh, it's Gary Oldman. Woody Friday. Allen. No, you're all right. It's a nonce. Oh, great. <laughs> Good. I'm glad you're great. Well, so you can say it to anyone now. Even he's if you liked it, they'd still say it. Woody Allen, as a human being, is a complete cunt. Yeah. 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 I, I, I've seen very few of his films because I've avoided them. Mm. Um, his humour is just so... Look at me, aren't I clever? Yeah, it, it's, it's all about him. He stars in almost every film he writes or directs, and it's just very egotistical. I like Annie Hall. Do you know what? For the man that's made a film every year for the last 40 plus years, and he does, he makes a film every year, Mm. there's only two or three that I like. I've seen Sleepers many years ago, which was weird as hell. Yeah, (laughs) but that was like 1972, 73 that was made, you know. Um, But yeah, it's all... And he always uses the same actors for a few movies in a row, and then he'll change them. Obviously, he's Owen Wilson's his man. Yeah, and then he mm. sleeps with his daughter or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that's an interesting. Well, that's probably the biggest name we've we've put on this list so I far. Think, you you're agreeing though, aren't you? To a, I, to I think like he's. I like. I quite like Woody Allen's um, writing, like his short yeah. stories and that. But then, as as I sort of discovered more about what he was like as a person, and I watch certain films and it's like really smarmy. Like, oh, look at that. That joke about Nietzsche that I just threw into. <laughs> yeah. so like, you're, you're partly yeah. elite if you get that joke. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he was. You, you hit the nail on the head. He was always trying to be highbrow, wasn't yeah. it? It's, it was always for the intellectual American audience, almost, yeah. wasn't it? If there is such a thing. Is that an oh, oxymoron? Yeah. <laughs> like, the, the, the metropolitan parts of America, very much like the LA and New York, mm. sort of. Mm. Uh, Literati sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. yeah fuck the cunt. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting to see what's happening now, though, because of the Weinstein stuff and mm. Kevin Spacey. A lot of people are, are less less um, enthusiastic about glossing over what people like him and Polanski have actually done now. Yeah. yeah. See, Polanski was like for a long time the one-off wasn't it the, mm. yeah. the the one bad apple as it were yeah but creatives tend to get away with it whereas the mm. moguls and the the villains of society because they're 
just money men and they're not creative yeah. they get hounded for it but Polanski I think it's transpired that he's there's another underage person is there been accused, yeah. oh my god Rose his baby <laughs> no oh. genuinely though um, <laughs> apparently there's a there's a like nine or ten year old so really? not that that really changes that what he'd already done he's yeah. absolutely fucking disgusting mm. um yeah, sorry, obviously. It's just frightening. No, it's just fucking frightening, isn't it? The way it's just. Yeah, how much Well, let me line it up with my one. Um, generic rom coms. <laughs> and we okay. did touch on that. <laughs> yeah, slightly. this is sort of going back to your Owen Wilsons and your yeah. Cameron Diaz's. And Jennifer Aniston. Uh, yeah, I've, I've sort of said your Vince Vaughn, your Reese Witherspoon, Rachel McAdams is a prime example of one of the people that's always in them. Parents are usually played by George Siegel or Diane Keaton or someone, yeah. you know. Ben, yeah. Benning and, or yeah. even Steve Martin now, because he's at that age, yeah. isn't he? And I like a rom-com is original. There's some, there are mm. some funny ones. Yeah. You know, the, Love Actually was a great rom-com. Yeah, you know. But then the, there are some you think. Yeah. And, um, and it just falls into that. You just look at the, the DVD case and it's the same sort of cover back to back. It's silhouettes of them, are, are the exact yeah. same to the last one. And the, uh, yeah. and the font's all the yeah. same. And, and they're usually on Channel 5 on a Sunday afternoon yeah. or something, aren't they? It's... I'm not picking anyone specific, but it's just that whole sort of generic, horrible rom com yeah. that. The cringing did, ones where you sit you know, there. Did you know even before, even as the titles are coming, you know this is going to be shit. Yeah, before yeah. you even see whatever you happens, kind of like yeah. the was first it? scene. Yeah, as a bird starts singing, you're like crap. I know that. I yeah. know that. You just know exactly yep. what's going to happen. Yeah, yep. and you could probably sit there and you could do even knock out some of the lines before they've even said them. Yes, yep. definitely. Certainly yeah. the plot. Yeah. Um, there is a genre of that, that is a genre of film, or not all of them, but there is this type of film that you will not watch. Voluntarily, unless you're in a relationship. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Definitely, like yeah. soap operas. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I could lie myself to even that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the last round in foreplay. Charlie, your last choice, mate. My last choice is television to film adaptations. If adaptation is the right word. Yeah. Okay. Um, there are some really great exceptions, like Alpha Papa. Um, Think the Taylor Soldier Spy. Think of Taylor Soldier Spy. I'm thinking probably more in the sitcom. Ah, right, okay. I should have yeah. been more specific. Oh, Think of Taylor Soldier Spy is really an adaptation so not of the novel like anyway. The, so, so, yeah. the A-Team or anything like that. Not yeah. so much. I mean, that, that to an extent, but they when they do that sometimes, they change the whole nature of it. Yeah, so yeah. They remade Baywatch, and it was, and it was done was in a really tongue-in-cheek way. Yeah, very yeah, 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 yeah. self like us, <coughs> which I used to love watching Inbetweeners on TV. Then they made two appalling films. I caught some of the second ones. Oh, they, yeah. It great. literally stopped them. Mm. The, them four are not going to be. I think one does voiceovers on adverts. Yeah. What else are they ever going to do now? Mm. They jumped to a film far so too soon. Are you talking things like League of Gentlemen? And I haven't ever seen the League of Gentlemen. Mm, yeah. Uh, what's it? Apoc- Apocalypse. Apocalypse. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but you're talking things like In Betweeners and. Sort of the In Betweeners. I did go and see the In Betweeners films because I actually loved the show. Yeah. Um, but things like Bad Education, the movie, yeah. and Got you. there's yeah. absolutely no, there's not even a latent demand for it to be yeah. made in a film. The in between this was a sensation. Wasn't I think they just needed to get that 
that the full potential of what could be done with it. In the loop, you'd probably class as a good adaptation. Because though. it's not so much thick of it, it's its own. Right, kind of yep, so they've done something a little bit different yeah. of it, right, okay. But it's, it's when it's done cynically, the archetype is Mrs. Brown's Boys. Oh, <laughs> yeah, dear. <laughs> I think like, there was no way that how, ever should have happened. How yeah. did that ever no get past the pilot episode? It's the biggest thing on TV, isn't it? Live shows and the... the, What was the film called? The Movie. The Movie. The title itself makes you cringe. More people are watching films than watching telly. Yeah. Because you look at them, soaps, their numbers are dropping massively. I don't over think the people watch years. broadcast TV. No, I mean, you no, guys no. will all sit and watch Netflix yes, or a DVD or yeah. download yeah. a movie. Yeah. Or, yeah. Just. Yeah, it's all King of the Torrents over here, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, I've it, never done that. I, I don't watch live TV. I can't. No, no. I, there's nothing I will set aside in my week to say, I've got to sit down and watch that. I don't think anyone Tuesday other than or even sports I'm to look on both to watch yeah, on TV because you know just, there's always access to it at some other yeah. time if need be I, I, just, I think yeah. if you if you can honestly think of something on TV you want to watch you probably don't have much going right in your life no. I think the last there's thing, nothing on telly worth no. watching the last thing I watched live and it was only the last two ever episodes of it because I've watched them all on Netflix and mm. online and iPlay I was Detectorists oh the, yeah uh, I didn't watch that McKenzie the old, Crook yeah. Toby Jones, Jones. Mm. I was going to say Toby Young Oh, Michael Glesper loves that, doesn't he? Hello, Michael. It's so good. It's so good. But that's a rare exception. Yeah. Okay, that's a good one, actually. Mm. Yeah. But back in the old days, you know, every sitcom had a movie spin-off. On the buses. On the buses. Man About the House. Yeah. Yeah. George and Mildred had one, bless his What's the Grace Brothers? Grace Brothers one. Are you being served? Are you being They all did, didn't they? Porridge. I know it's a long-standing tradition. But some traditions have to die. Yeah, Yeah. and also they they weren't (laughs) Hollywood movies. They were just still made for the British public. Yeah, they were made at Elstree. Like the specials as such. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit of a budget because like the Are You Being Served one, instead of being in the shop they went to Spain that's yeah. right yeah. but I still well, think it was filmed in they Elf didn't. Street they yeah. went to a studio <laughs> only Fools and Horses did it to an extent but the feature length ones were still televised so yeah. Yeah. you didn't go to the cinema to watch the Jolly Boys no. Outing or no. Miami Twice no. did you <laughs> which were brilliant no? oh, the Jolly oh. Boys Outing is my favourite yeah. episode I'd actually forgotten about Miami one too just yeah. Miami Twice that, that gets that's a bit ridiculous the great big camper yes. van yeah. Yeah. <laughs> rude gullet no way <laughs> Okay, that's Charlie's for Liam. Your last one, mate. Um, now this is me and Paul often say this yep. a lot, and it's the reason why we will probably avoid watching a film is if it's won an Oscar. You've just nicked one of mine. Yeah. That's all right. We'll join that up together then. Yeah, so. it, because I just find too many people. Oscars are now this like coveted award for artistic films, mm. which I just. There's so many, so many better films haven't won Oscars, yes. as opposed to ones that I've seen that have. And I'm like, who is voting for them sort of films? Because some of them are appalling. And you sit and watch, and you're like, what made it win an Oscar? Yeah, it's in a link in with that. I find it's more the ones that are multi Oscar award winning. Mm. The ones that can win just one here and there tend to be a bit more watchable. But the ones that and as I mentioned earlier, the Oscar bait ones, the ones yeah. that are made specifically yeah, just going see, for awards. They're dragging out a film, it's now three hours long, and then because they're like, we can add this little bit, because then it, and they'll pick out, and I genuinely think, it's, they'll throw in Hans Zimmer for music, because they know mm-hmm. that will get people. Yeah. And they'll try to plug everything they can, 
to win it. And there are films that have been the exception there because Hurt Locker, I loved Hurt Locker. I'm sure that won um, Best Picture over Did Avatar. Did. Um, and I liked Hurt Locker and Avatar was poor. I hate that film. Can but, I just suggest one of our next four play um, sort of like sections that's just come to me? Go through like the Oscars, see what won, and see what else was nominated, and say which one was robbed. Basically, yeah, yeah. come up with yeah, four yeah. films or actors. Should we just go films for the moment, just yeah, to yeah, keep it narrowed down, subject, and yeah. go through? And if you like, you know, Godfather one in seventy two or whatever, see what else was nominated, and think, oh, hang on, that should yeah. have won it. I do maintain that yeah. if you look at the list of best picture winners, that is not a list necessarily of the greatest films it's, of all time there's no, nothing not like it no. and that's what, that's what bothers like me I, I sit there and someone will go oh, this film you've got to watch honestly it yeah. won two Oscars the other night I'm like well then chance mm. I'm not going to like Titanic it Titanic won 14 it was nominated yeah. for won 11 yes. I think something like that it's a poor film yeah it's we've had this conversation Charlie that Oscars have no sort of merit or worth to them it's the appeal of the Oscars to me, because I'm a big fan of the, yeah. the whole ceremony, the history behind it, particularly the older stuff, the 40s, the 50s, the big ceremonies yeah. and the, the stars and the studio system and stuff like that. And it has now become something completely I think different to what it was set out I, to as be. As a kid, if I ever got told about the Oscars, it was always films that were classed as classics. Mm. But you'll be surprised if you were to go back and look at the list now, and yeah. like we say, if you look at what won year by year, Ordinary look what else was nominated. Mm. Ordinary People, Robert Redford. I can't remember what was on there, but there's about two or three. I think it beat like Raging Bull and the Elephant Man, didn't yeah. it? Or, so, you know, it's things like that. So I think we'll save that for a couple of weeks' time when we do a, a foreplay thing. It's, it's just always something that's bugged me with films. Yeah. If, if anybody comes to me and says, watch this film it just won three four five even two yeah. i'll be like yeah no no worries i'll get around to it one day yeah. and i won't because i just yeah. going back don't brag like, too much about a film things like if it's not piano and think it's, mm. it's all again it's made for the highbrow sort of end of the market and Ooh. and it's not what 80 percent of the cinema going public actually would like to see yeah the, the thing that annoys me about oscar season is that there are some bloody good movies out there, like mm. this year in particular, Three Billboards and The Darkest Hour and things like that. But we don't get them till January, February, and they lump them all together. Yeah. yeah. Where I wish they bloody spread them out throughout yeah. the year. Be a lifesaver. Yeah. If they're like a quiet October or something, I need something to watch. I go to the pictures every bloody week if yeah. I could. But this time of year, I find myself having to go two, three times a week to watch some decent movies. Yeah. Um, it's not really enough time for them to sink in and go oh that one actually yeah like that affected me quite a bit yeah the films like music can affect you massively you Mm. can change how you look at things we were saying this last week very personal isn't it we said yeah it's just personal some of them if you have to watch too many films in one go you're like i don't really care your mind numbs to it i would say though that this applies for other art forms like best album the Grammys every year is probably not representative of no, the greatest. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, look at Eminem won Best Rapper. He hadn't even actually released his album. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> he hadn't done anything for <laughs> yeah. years, yet he won it. And it's like things are either getting political or just too arty, or yeah. there's yeah. something other than the basis of what it is. Yeah. The Booker Prize, yeah. probably the yeah. same as well. Yeah, you feel more inclined to accept these award ceremonies if it's actually been voted for. Yeah, and not by an academy yeah. of people or a panel. Yeah. Uh, who picks this panel? Yeah. 
So are we saying every film that's ever won an Oscar, basically? No, yeah. <laughs> no there are some... There are, some there worthy are the, winners. There yeah, are some worthy winners. Yeah, but, and, and occasionally you'll get an Oscar for, I don't know, Best Special Effects, yeah. and that will have been a great movie, mm. but that's the only one it won it for, rather yeah. than the actual content of the film. Yeah. 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 Just don't pay any attention to them, basically. So are you saying Oscars as well for your choice, uh, Paul? Mine that, that... was in there, yeah. Okay, finally, my last one, and if anyone's got any honourable mentions they want to do at the end of this, we'll chuck them in. Charlie's going to probably see the appeal in what I'm saying here. It's not a genre that I will never, like exactly I was saying, that I'll never watch, because I'm sort of working through it at the moment, but I'm trying to find the appeal of it. And I can't see why people like this particular genre of movie. Okay. And I'm struggling to find out why people bloody like them. And it's the French New Wave stuff from the late 50s and the early 60s. Okay. <laughs> Probably not too familiar to, to Liam and Paul, but we're talking the Truffaut, the Jean-Luc Godard, Breathless, Jules and Jim. Yeah. Widely regarded top, you know, 50 movies, things like that. Okay. We watched Jules and Jim. Fuck me, that was bad. Right. <laughs> I was actually going to put French films. Just in general, French films. I don't know films. I can't watch anything French. I just can't. Actually, I watched one no, French film in my life. No, it's good. Yeah, we're not, we're not talking subtitle foreign movies. It's just this particular genre at this particular period of time where this little group of French directors yeah. that were writers and actors, weren't they, that made their way up and they created this new form of cinema with a different way of editing, a different way of shooting and lighting and a more naturalistic approach and things like that. And they're regarded by all the top critics and, and viewers as some of the best movies ever made. Now, I'd like to think we're not stupid, Charlie, but I still haven't sussed them out yet. There's a, there's a few exceptions for me. I liked, I don't know if it was Goddard that made Le Mepris. With yes. Richard yeah, I like bits of that. Sort of. But I like, I really, really like... Um, Le Samurai. Jean-Pierre Melville is probably one of the I think because directors. he comes at the later yeah. part of it, I'm not including him in this. Fair enough, because it does, it does go into the crime genre. Yeah. Le Samurai. Uh, Circle of Rouge. Circle of Rouge, and I watched a few months ago Army of Shadows, yeah. which is fucking brilliant. Right, that's the other one I've got to watch yeah. as well then. But is that just, that little particular... Snapshot in time, where it was the four hundred blood. You know, with the catch of Song Koo and Breathless. Breathless is is always top five in loads of people's lists. It does. There is a no. sense of the Emperor's New Clothes. Thank you. I'm I'm glad it's not me. I'm. It it may work for me. There may be one film that I'll watch and go. Ah, now I know what they're trying to achieve. The four hundred blows is supposed to be decent. Truffaut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I've not seen it. <laughs> He's giggling away there. Yeah, smut in the yeah. corner. This is why we stopped inviting him He's over. He's made assumptions. <laughs> <laughs> Has anybody got any honourable mentions? They um, couldn't I fit on their list. Can't stand Fever Pitch and don't ever want to watch that again. Just no. one particular movie, that's <laughs> good, right? Okay, I was made yeah. to watch that by you. Yes, you were. Not um, by me. Yeah, no, Charlie chose that one. Charlie chose that. It's a great book. It's mm. a great book. Horrible team, horrible actor. Yep. When they all, they all stopped dancing to Van Morrison at the street, when they wouldn't leave. <laughs> Fuck it, though. That's um, good because we've got one single movie, that's a good one. Sean Penn. As an actor, yeah. everything, Can't yep. Carlito's way. Mm. No. No, Sean Penn, no, just, he's, I don't know, he just annoys me. He's yep. such a shit actor, I think, personally. Um, you got any? Car films. 
films. Films oh, that films. Just, just appeal to people's love of cars. What, like the Disney Pixar film, Cars? Not so much <laughs> that, but no. the, Fast, the Fast and the Furious franchise. and the, it, It's just, it's not, I'm not having a go at it, it's just because cars don't interest me as a yeah. as a hobby, so there's no way I'd ever bother going to watch something that revolves around it. Film. Yeah. Cannonball yeah. Run? No. Drive was okay because it was like a neo-noir yeah that didn't focus Vanishing on the Vanishing Point's quite fun Two Lane Blacktop never seen it okay I'd, I've got Michael Shannon oh really yeah don't Smoke, Smokey will like that because Smokey hates him creepy as well. fucker yeah Colin Farrell yeah in See, Bruce, I liked Phone Booth mm. and In Bruce yeah. no. um, and In Bruce I love In Bruce yeah. what's the one where he was a CIA training to be in the CIA Colin Swat. Farrell what no, the rookie. Nah. See, oh, actually, Seven Psychopaths was good. He was ah. severely ah. miscast ah. in that, though. Yeah, as yeah. A, as a as a sort of like laconic author who yeah. drank too much. Yeah. he like, should have been one of the I'm, real psychopaths. Yeah, I'm not having Colin Farrell was like a James Joyce figure. <laughs> it was such a <laughs> such a strange plot, but it was. I I thoroughly enjoyed that film. It I think good. Colin so Farrell else. could be could have been used better in films I think yeah. he's been phone booth I liked because he didn't really need to think too much yeah. same as in Bruges it was just it was all but yeah I do think with Colin Farrell he could have been it was when he plays the American part if he was just a mm. stick being an Irishman yeah. in films he could literally play the same role and it would be okay I don't necessarily say that I don't watch any Colin Farrell movies but when, just, one, when he t- appears on screen my heart sinks yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's all it is. I audibly sigh. It's yeah. just like, oh god. Same with these other two. These are sort of fifty-fifty. They're fifty percent good movies, fifty percent. Oh god, it's him. And you're you're probably all going to dispute both of these. Billy Bob Thornton. Great with that. Can't stand him. I yeah. nearly put him down. Right. He was really good in the Fargo TV series. Yeah, though. that's the thing that's only sort of redeeming him yeah. for me. But generally speaking, you're better. Yeah. And to a certain degree. And I know he's done a couple of great things that I do, like Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I haven't seen many of his films. I like No Country for Old Men. Yeah. He was superb in that. Men in Black, the first one. It was okay. I liked him was... in The Fugitive. Yes, yeah. But apart from that... So yeah. I thought I thought I'd have hit a nerve with them too, with you guys. No, 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 I've not. seen many of Tommy Lee Jones' films, to be mm. honest. No, I've not seen a great... No. But he ends up kind of... Like in Men in Black, it was all three were pretty much one. Yeah. And yeah. he played just the grumpy guy. Yeah. yeah. I actually yeah. prefer Josh Brolin playing a younger version of him. There you go. Spot on. There you go. But yeah, it's not. Yeah, I think I agree with all them. That's what I was thinking of. The, the recruit. Because mm. it had Al Pacino in as well. Oh, God. Yeah. And my brother always had this irrational hatred for Michael York. Three Musketeers. Yeah, the guy that played Austin Powers' boss. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, Basil, whatever he's at, Basil Exposition, wasn't it? Yeah. For some reason, every time Michael York came on the telly, my brother would throw something. Painfully British. (laughs) Yeah, it was. It was uh, very. But he couldn't explain it. He couldn't explain why the guy wound him up so much. It was just one of those irrational. Sometimes you do get that. Yeah. Watch film and you think, get off. Yeah. They just need a white hand off. Yeah. Yeah. Good slap. You don't even know why, but you just think, just go away. I've had enough of you. Stop. (laughs) That was brilliant. Well done, guys. I enjoyed that. Um, This week's review, my choice. 
I think this is going to generate some great discussion. It's from 1945. It's Mildred Pierce. We've been waiting to review this since October. This is the only reason we're doing it now. I can't wait to hear what Paul and Liam are going to say. We're going to take a short break. We'll be back after this. A name gasped in the night. The one last word of a dying man. But one word that tells a thousand stories of a woman who left her mark on every man she met. Mildred had more to offer a man in a glance than most women give in a lifetime. Mildred knew what she wanted. It wasn't too particular how she got it. Mildred? Loving her was like shaking hands with the devil. All of a sudden, boom, husband gone, soft lights, quiet room, opportunity. You make me feel, oh, I don't know, warm. And wanted. How long has this been going on? Monty's going to divorce you and marry me. And there's nothing you can do about it. You think because you've made a little money, you can get yourself a new hair doing some expensive clothes and turn yourself into a lady. But you can't. Because you'll never be anything but a common... F Mildred Pierce, released in the USA on the 25th of October 1945, directed by Michael Curtiz, starring Joan Crawford, Jack Carson, Zachary Scott. I want to quickly ask all of you, just to get a sort of lie of the land, because I know for a fact that this is not the sort of movie that Liam and Paul would immediately gravitate towards or choose or watch or whatever. I just need to know very quickly, liked it, loved it, hated it, or bleh. Charlie? Liked it, potentially. Loved it on a rewatch. Okay. Um, yeah. Yep. Liam? Hated it. Hated it. Yeah. Paul? Lost the will to live. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be interesting because I loved it. Um... Directed by Michael Curtiz. Now, Michael Curtiz goes into the Village Hall of Fame. This is his third movie. Michael Curtiz directed Casablanca. Oh, see, I like Casablanca. Yep. Directed The Adventures of Robin Hood with Errol Flynn. Directed Yankee Doodle Dandy. White Christmas. White Christmas. King Creole with Elvis Presley. Oh, so, this was this before he'd done the good films or after it? Oh, dear. This is, I can see the way the tone of this is going to go. Um... And also the guy that done the music, Max Steiner, did the music for Casablanca and Robin Hood as well. So he's in the Hall of Fame. Okay. 
let's sort of do this sort of 50 50 as a loved it hated type thing i'm going to start with liam who didn't like the film um yeah i just could not get into it i i started i watched it today Mm -hmm. just so i could see if it was fresh and that and it felt like the dialogue was extremely rushed for a film that was two hours long yeah i think if that was drawn out if they was to speak how humans tend to (laughs) it may have gone on for three or four hours Okay. There's parts in it where, when asking for, if you leave now, you might well, you know where I'll be if you want me. Well, if you leave, you can take my stuff. Well, I will do. I'm going. There's no discussion about anything. It's like right, we're going done. Okay. And I just find I love the styles. I love how it looks then because that was mm-hmm. the style of the time. And I think if I was to look at it from an artistic point of view, it the way it looks is brilliant. I Cinematography love that and stuff like yeah. that is cool. Yeah. I, I just think it was incredibly rushed, which took me. I then my attention was going elsewhere because I just could not concentrate on this film, and by the end I just thought, what what actually happened? And I, my question was, mm-hmm. how on earth did that win an Oscar at the time? Okay. If I didn't know it won one, yep. I probably would have just thought, oh, I right? No, that, that's the reaction I wanted to hear because I knew for a fact this film was sort of sort of hanging over from Eraserhead episode, Charlie, wasn't yeah. it? We we chose this back in October. And we'd already put it out there that we we're going to be reviewing it, so I needed to bring it to the table. But you guys are part of the podcast again, and I knew straight away that it was going to get some sort of mixed reaction. I'm not going to go to you, Charlie. I want to hear okay. Paul's reaction first. <laughs> Good. Negative. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then and we're not going to try and talk you into it, but then we'll just see if we can generate a bit of sort of discussion. Go on, mate. Um, total agreeance with Liam. Where. The dialogue in certain scenes, it, it it was just so blasé about, oh. oh, someone's died, oh, I hope I don't lose you, yeah, that's it, that's <laughs> it, over with, um, yeah, oh, we're getting a divorce, okay then, um, and it, it was just like, yet they concentrated more on scenes in a blooming restaurant than, than actually the, what could have been the heartfelt moments of the film, mm-hmm. the acting in it. I thought was absolutely atrocious most of the the um, black maid with the squeaky voice Butterfly McQueen oh my god what did they just go along some school and pick her out no right there's there is a story behind that role Um, Butterfly McQueen most famously played Prissy in Gone with the Wind okay and at the time, we're talking, 90, well, this is 1945, Gone with the Wind was made in 1939. In 30s Hollywood, black actors were of the opinion, the only way I can get a job in the acting profession is if I play a butler or a maid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Butterfly McQueen was a very intelligent lady, you know, and she said, I just took the roles as they came along because I knew that was the only way I was going to get my foot in the door at Hollywood. And she said, it was all right two or three times, but when I was playing that maid... For the 15th time, the 16th time, she walked away from Hollywood. Yeah. She went, enough's enough. I that. Yeah. yeah. Whereas it's different now where, you know, black black actors are getting the roles. Well, they should have been getting the roles from 20, 30, 40 years ago, you know. But back then, she went, sod you lot, I'm, I'm having enough. She said, I don't mind playing, what was it? She said, I don't mind playing stupid. Um... Because she was there for sort of comic relief. She was. Not that I was, well, I wasn't laughing. Which, no, no, I was going to say, it would have been yeah. fine had it 
actually being amusing rather than just annoying <laughs> and quite sort of offensive. Yeah, yeah. Well, 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 that's now. that's yeah. from, from, from our bit, yeah. more educated yeah. minds. On the she young, said, "I don't mind being funny, but I don't mind, but, but I don't like being stupid." She yeah. said, "Yeah, because there is a difference." It's yeah, saying the line that people will laugh at you for doing, and then there's just people choosing to laugh at you because you're. The, the, the token black person in the film being made to look like an idiot. It's like mm. it's one step is, away from blackface. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, it is, yeah. That performance portraying yeah. him is the exact same role yeah. in every film. Yeah. And but in its defence, I will say that there was a lot of sympathy towards a character from Mildred Pierce herself. Yeah, um, and the daughter would have treated that servant exactly the same, whether she was black or white. Yeah, mm. um, um, the, but yeah, the character mm. of the daughter. Do you want to bring that up now because that's a big topic. Yeah. But quickly, mm. going back to the other daughter that died, which yeah. you saw coming, there's there's quite a few plot twists, <laughs> if you want to call them that, that was so predictable. The the daughter just going off to stay with her dad. <coughs> <coughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. see you later, mummy. <coughs> oh, look, she's not you coming back. She's <laughs> been singing in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the daughter, the spoiled... Mm bitch of a daughter that Vita. Vita. Vita, yep. which most parents would have drowned at birth yeah <laughs> right yeah that's, that's okay she probably played the character well because mm. it did annoy me immensely she did what she set out to do yeah, yeah. Uh, that's film. a good thing if you can make people hate you oh you've yeah. done a good and job you obviously acted well yeah I remember watching it and within the first sort of 20 30 minutes she describes it uh her Father's mistress is distinctly middle class, and I thought, oh, yeah. I'm not gonna like her. But I like the bit where Eve Arden says crocodiles have the right idea, they eat their young. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so we knew sort of that you guys were not gonna be massive fans of this film. Mm-hmm. Come back to that in a bit, Charlie. What do you, you know, right. general impressions? I, I really liked it, but I think I've got that cinematic over time I've developed that cinematic sensibility to be able to appreciate with a film mm. like that because if I'd watched that film ten years ago I'd have really struggled with it to be honest but having seen different wars and that's a topic in itself Mm -hmm. it can be classes and war I just think like you build up the ability to kind of go with films that aren't quite as snappy yeah um I would say more than anything what attracted me to the film was the performance of Joan Crawford because as much as I like the film a lot more than Liam and Paul they've both made really salient points about flaws with dialogue, certain acting performances, mm-hmm. things being crowbarred in but because Joan Crawford is so exceptional I think um, everything in the film gravitates towards her and she's it got this does, aura yeah. so it kind of allows you to gloss over some of the... Wasn't the, that one of the things about her that a lot of actors at some points didn't want to work with her because it was all about her? Okay. And she I had think, a big rivalry with uh, Betty Davis. Betty Davis, yeah. Yeah, and there was... A, because of the reputation that she'd had, I don't know um, what character it was in this film, was very dubious about working with her until she actually worked with her and then saw that she was an extraordinary actress. Yeah. But she did say she was amazing and she dedicated herself to the work. But sometimes it was just her work that a lot of people were... Yeah. She was involved in purely and I think 
that, that's why, I mean, I, I can honestly say I've heard of Joan Crawford. Anyone else in that film? Never would I have ever heard of in my life. And a lot of them old films have got one or two that I'd go, oh, I've heard that name. Yeah. Whether I've seen them or not, but that, other than her, I've, I've never seen anyone in it. We've seen Jack Carson before, who is, is it Wally? Wally yeah. Faye. Wally Faye. Jack Carson was the cop in Arsenic and Old Lace. He looked familiar. Yeah. And he's he certainly got the, uh, the physique to play. Probably. Like a heavy, yeah. And, yeah, and he's in a lot of this type of movie in this sort of time. Um, Anne Blythe, who plays Vita, went on to become more of a musical it was star. Anne Blythe that had the um, issue it was with her, yeah, because yeah, because yeah, she was so young and she's got this, yeah. you know, this these stories of the great Joan Crawford. Yes, I can see yeah. what you mean, yeah, yeah. Well, she went on to become like a famous musical star, you know, okay. when it started in Rosemary and and the Great Caruso and things like that. And Zachary Scott was in loads of other stuff as well. Initially, I mean, you see the title, Mildred Pierce. I mean, when I texted it over to Paul, Paul's reaction was, what the fuck is that? Yeah, to be fair, yeah? it's not a title of a film. It's not one at all. Well, that's like the sound of that, yeah. you know. What surprises me about it is that in the noir genre, or in the hard-boiled sort of thing, and I think a lot of the reason this is considered to be in that genre more than anything is because it's a James M. Kane novel. Who wrote Postman Always Rings Twice. And Double Indemnity. Yeah. So, like, his, his novels have usually got titles like that, and for him to call a novel Mildred Pierce... Yeah, I, I instantly thought soap opera. And then for, yeah, them, not yeah. To, yeah. Then for them not to give it a new title, because lots of my novels are, are reimagined, like yeah. with new titles like uh, Kiss Me Deadly and... Yeah, Murder My Love Sweet. considered too. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It starts off like a film noir. You get the murder, you get the, yeah. you know... You that n- very first scene. And you're thinking... Like, okay. yeah, yeah. And also when she's going to chuck herself off the pier. Yeah, with the rain yeah. and, and leading up to that, you get the murder scene and, and it's almost like a rosebud moment in Citizen Kane where he just says, Mildred, you know, on the floor. Yeah. But you get that light in the reflection off the sea and the water and the, yeah. the, the fireplace and you think, this is a good-looking film. That's yeah, Artistically, it looks brilliant. It's the sort of film that you could just imagine... At the very start, you could imagine you're sitting back mm. indoors on a Sunday and just like, I'm going to watch a good okay. film. Okay, and then if that went into like a cop procedural type thing, I think you two might have enjoyed it a little bit more than it, the route it took. Yeah, it just seemed like, and, and I'm fine with a film that will have the have an ending and then go back to the beginning to see yep. how... I'm fine with how that plays out, but I just... Yeah, it, it's, when it started going back, it, as soon as they got into the police station, it... It was that moment mm-hmm. when it started to become like a puzzle. Not like as in, oh, who done what? It was just it's like somebody was going, oh, put this bit there and that'll work. Like <laughs> the cop, it, it just... Yeah, interrogation. Do, we know you've done it. Okay, I'll fold and I'll tell you And it's like, oh, like, oh, we've been putting pressure on you. You haven't. I've sat there myself thinking, you haven't put pressure on her. You asked the one question. And she just didn't stop talking. Yeah. <laughs> she just sang just, like a canary. Yeah. <laughs> she told the story. I think there's things like that and it then... Immediately lost my interest because I I just noticed the the small flaws and it's the mm-hmm. ones that if you love that sort of film you're never going to notice but yeah. I notice them sort of things in any film and it if it becomes too much yeah. I, I sit there and I'm like how can I yeah how, enjoy how, this how did Mildred not see that her daughter and Monty were together yeah and mm-hmm. that was just so glaringly obvious yeah. from early early on in the film was it when, when she saw her lipstick on his cock <laughs> 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 
Charlie's back. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think that was more of a case of like she didn't want to lose all that she'd worked so hard to gain. Yeah, I think you can see that 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 desperation. Yeah. Of, hence why she got him back. Yeah. Because she didn't love him. She openly said that she just wanted something there, and I think to me it could have been a good film, but they did not need to make it as long as they did. Hmm. They could have cut so many parts of the cafe scenes, and yeah, random it, bits like that. That just, it didn't seem like they concentrated on. It's probably a great novel, but they it's a good book. They mm-hmm. didn't concentrate on the good bits from the novel. They concentrated on probably more the padding from yeah. the novel. The, yeah, the, I mean the book sort of like this this sort of saga, and it starts not with the murder of Monty, but it starts with her in the kitchen having the row with her first husband, so everything happens mm. chronologically, whereas yeah. the film tries to make it a little bit more... I think that they remade it with Kate Winslet a couple of years ago. HBO. There was a, yeah, I was going to say, when I Googled there's a it, there's a series yeah, about it. And it's, that follows so, the book as far as see, I'm aware. So A mini-series, yes, because yeah. they got the time so the di- dialogue yeah. isn't rushed mm. and it actually makes more sense and people can grieve and whatever. I think sometimes you do get that with films. You can get films that, they might be amazing films, they might be really bad films, it just depends who likes it, but sometimes when they're broken down into a TV series, people like it more. Yeah. It's had that, it's not gone from that to that, it's gone back you get again. get more time it's, for the character work. Yeah, people yeah. can grow to love it. It's just dawned on me one of the actual bits that I never noticed because I'm used to the pacing of these sort of films yeah. and that sort of thing doesn't, sort of register with me the bit when the first daughter dies mm. and then the next scene is the restaurant's a bit of a success and Zachary Scott says well where's your daughter and she just went oh she died yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah and it was just in passing yeah. Yeah. But, but you know that, that must have been a good month or two space yeah. in between yeah. that happening but, but to, if, to no my recollection of it yeah but no, to no me that didn't register that that was like so jarring. Yeah, yeah. But to you guys that don't watch Even, this sort yeah. of film, when the child died, and the doctor who said I brought her into this world, yeah, and he looked like he was distraught about yeah. this, and she just sat there and was like, "Oh, I'm really like I'm really going to miss her," and then, "Oh God, don't you take my video away from me?" Like mm. that, that was it. Mm. What was the breaking down on your knees? You just <laughs> lost your baby, pretty much. I mean, she was no child kid. mortality was a little bit more common. Than yeah, that still wasn't her favourite daughter though. Was no, it? that's no, no. Well, she was a tomboy. Mm, yeah, wasn't a favourite daughter, which is... Look, let's let's talk about some of the positives then. Some of the performances. Eve Arden, who played Ida. I was just going to say, that is possibly the only character I really liked from the Because she was funny and sassy yeah, and, and... hard-faced. Yeah. And, yeah. Did anyone recognise her? She looked familiar like she'd been in something, but I, I wouldn't be able to tell you what. Picture her 30 years older. I think, yeah, I only think I've ever seen her old, like a secretary or something. She's the headmistress in Greece. No way. Wouldn't know. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. Put Greece in your fucking four plan as well. Greece as well. <laughs> yeah. Greece yeah. enough. Eve Arden. Do you use Greece for your four plan? <laughs> yeah, lard, actually. Oh. <sighs> <laughs> Yeah, Eve Arden was in Greece. All right, and and as much as you hated the character of Vita, I think we've got to spend a bit of time on it. I mean, I just sat down and wrote random words as as I was watching it just to describe her, and it just come up as stuck-up, pretentious, ungrateful, spiteful, bitch, conniving, bitch, greedy, 
bitch. It's just one of the most evil characters in in film history, without most really trying. Yeah, yeah. She, she played a typical Californian spoiled child. And she is a femme fatale. What's the good point? Good yeah. point because there is no femme fatale in this movie, and it has to be. It has to be if it's a noir, doesn't that's, it? And that's her. Yeah. What Paul was saying earlier yeah. about things being massively. I knew the story already, but watching the film and Paul saying that things were massively signposted, there was a. a if I hadn't read the book, I written about half an hour, forty minutes before the end, I would have maybe clocked that actually Vader's going to be the one to kill Monty. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was when because otherwise the. the way the film was laid out would have been pointless like, yeah you know, there I think, had to be that twist I it? think towards a certain point anyway I didn't really I wasn't that bothered as to finding out who actually killed him yeah yeah. because this whole story was developing away from the murder story I got that about 10 minutes through yeah, well, there you go. So we, <laughs> yeah. Paul is definitely not a fan we're going to get the star ratings at the end of this this would be brilliant um, the cinematography as we said it's a good looking film yeah yeah, it is. Paul, yeah, he's sort of, yeah. In in parts, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah, there's things on it that annoyed me. Like, mm. right near the end where he's finished interrogating um, Joan Crawford's character. Yeah. And says, oh... It, is that Mildred Pierce? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I couldn't oh, Mildred. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, so, it's so ingrained into my head. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it so much. No, but he opens the blinds and said, "Oh, let's let some." It doesn't light even open in. the window. Yeah, <laughs> let some air yeah. and some light in. It's a oh, beautiful morning, yeah. and I'm thinking it's still pitch black in there what's yeah. it, what's because it, it was uh, all too dark. Oh, right. it was a film noir. Yeah, yeah I know. There are, but there are like, some real things that don't add up. In I, yeah, I just <laughs> bought the floor more. Let's I, have some fresh air in here. Open the blind. It's a good morning. You're like, you've not let any air in. Yeah, <laughs> you do know opening the blind doesn't let fresh air through. <laughs> And then it was just like, there you go, have your coat, you can go now. So there's nothing else. You've heard her story. Her daughter done it. Her daughter's just gone one way. And you just go, well, you can go, go, go. Yeah. I'll get by. Yeah, I was just going to say, she, she walks off all like matter of fact. Yeah, I'll get yeah. by. Yeah. Is it because it's it's of its time? Or is this a bad example of a film of its time? It's Because I know there's some great 40s films that you guys must yeah. like. Like um, Casablanca, as you said, yeah. and, and whatever. So I, I, I just... Would never. I would, I've never heard of it before. No, and I it's not that well it. known. It's mm. not that well known. No, I, I say there's bits in it, especially at the start. The cinematography is great. Mm. Say so the when it's supposed to be dark. Yeah. And like on the pier in the rain. <laughs> the pier looks great. It's yes. Very atmospheric. Um, but yeah, obviously because of its age, it all looks dark. Um. <sighs> Yeah, I wouldn't watch it again. Charlie? I enjoyed it. Yeah. I'd, I'd probably say it was a solid four-star film for me, but what's coming through here is that maybe there are film noirs that Liam and Paul would enjoy a lot more than oh, I think so. It was, yeah. It's not a prime example to say to the boys, there's a great genre of films you need to investigate, and it's called film noir. Watch Mildred Pierce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it, it would not get you, 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 this one. Yeah, first. it would have to yeah. be Double Indemnity or Postman Always Rings Twice for a, for a Maltese, start. Vulcan. Maltese Vulcan. Yeah, um, we, we will sort of redeem the fact that this was about it. To say this was hanging over from October, and if me and Charlie were sitting here talking about, it, we'd probably be gushing about it for an hour and a half. 
saying how wonderful it is and going into the but I like the idea that we're getting a lot more diversity a different viewpoint I'd say we're not hating it for the sake of hating it it's, it's not your cup of tea is it yeah yeah, yeah. I, 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 always, with that. I will try and watch any film I mean I've watched some from doing this podcast I've watched some films that I've loved and never seen before um, and I've watched some films where I hope Dark, I never have to see them again. Darkness Falls. Yeah. Every but, time. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. But, but that's the good thing with it, is that it does it introduce you to new films, and I would never have watched it if you if someone just gone, no, oh, do you want to buy that? Mm. No. I probably wouldn't have watched The Crow. I know I wasn't yeah. mm. called in, but I did watch it, and I just yeah. thought, like, I, I don't resent, even if I didn't like the film, I don't resent the fact that I've sat down and given it a chance. Yeah. Do you know, do you know what, what I mean? in, in a few months, you might get another Joan Crawford film come up. Yeah. You'll watch that and you'll think... Mildred Pierce too. Mildred Pierce. <laughs> yeah. Vita's Revenge. Yeah, the return. <laughs> the jail years. And, um, and you're going to go, actually, she was a bloody good actress. Mm. Or actually, she was not shit. But, you know... The, yeah. the, the, you can make your decision more after watching yeah, another and, film. Yeah, and that was or... a bad example of a film noir to introduce somebody to, yeah. to the genre. She was utterly in control in the film despite playing a character who wasn't. Very, yeah. yes. Yeah. 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 If we were to do star ratings, Charlie's going with four. I'm going to go with a heavy four, veering on five. Paul? I'd have to say I'm going to go a generous two. Okay. Just for the cinematography and the fact that Joan Crawford was... I don't know whether she was a good actress because... She was surrounded by shit, or <laughs> or she was a standout because she is a good actress. Okay, Liam, um, probably the same. I, yeah. it'd be a one or a two. I, I mm. can't. It just doesn't appeal to me. That's fine. No, we've got no problem. I don't with think that. this would be regarded as sacrilege because I think right. it's critically acclaimed, but I don't think it'd be the same as like trying to cut off Casablanca or something. Yeah, yeah. That's what we, yeah, like we, we would argue toe to toe with you if you started yeah. doing yeah. that. Yeah, I just... <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> Strip to the waist. <laughs> oh. Okay, so that is quite a difference of opinion on Mildred Pierce. We'll take a short break. We'll be back with what we're watching next time. And now, preview time. When it comes to entertainment, you can't beat a good film. So let's take a look at what's coming your way. Okay, what we're watching next time. It's your choice, Charlie. What are we watching, mate? We are going with Singing in the Rain. I like the idea of the, it. Uh, the rationale is twofold. Mm-hmm. One, because it's like one of the most, I would argue, iconic films that we haven't covered. It's essential viewing, yes. Yeah. Yep. And two, something light, something cheery, something that takes us out of our comfort zone a little bit in terms of what we've looked at before. Mm-hmm. And that, no, actually it's threefold because it's another musical and we don't tend to... We don't do, do a lot of musicals, yep. yep. And we're not actually... The fact of the matter that none of us have mentioned musicals in that foreplay section and the reviews we've done in the past suggest Ooh, that none of us are that adverse yeah. to musicals. No, love them. Gay. <laughs> <laughs> I've reviewed two scenes Singing in the Rain. I have never seen it, no. Oh, I had seen bits of it because growing up, Saturday, Sunday morning viewing was quite often musicals. 
Yeah. And so I, I think I've just glimpsed it in the past, but never sat and watched the whole film. Okay, so it is a, it is a biggie. This is a biggie, this one. Okay, so you can find this and other episodes at stinkingpaws.libsyn.com. You can follow us on Twitter at stinkingpaws. Join the Facebook group and emails and MP3s to thestinkingpaws at gmail.com. Charge! I've got that on silent. Alarm's Obviously not. That's like, I'll oh, stick an old lace, let's go running up the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> You're well lucky, because I was just going to end you up with something like a squawk or a shriek. Well, let's say goodbye then. Goodbye, Charlie. See you later. Liam. Goodbye. Paul. See you later. Good night. Thank you. Mildred. The management of this theatre suggests that for the greater entertainment of your friends who have not yet seen the picture, you will not divulge to anyone the secret of the ending. Jamboree is worse than two cats on a fence. You dudes get lost now, you hear? Good night, ladies. Good night, sir. When you feel down, try positive thinking. That's what I told the man said. Don't wear a frown. Try positive thinking. Laugh at your troubles instead. You've got to look on the bright side. On hope so much depends With your confidence sinking Positive thinking Helps you on the way, my friend When things look black Try positive thinking Treat every season as spring No glancing back Try positive thinking Trust what tomorrow may bring This crazy world that we live in We'll keep on spinning round But with good, strong, positive thinking We'll get together and life won't let us down Shut up, you ugly bitch Oh, shut up, we enjoy it Mildred